Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around, and have real-life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. I have come back on with my BFF. Who knew when I recorded with you? Like, well, let alone when I recorded with your husband, David Martinez from In These Mountains. Recorded with him like last year. And then I was so intrigued by you because he kept mentioning you and the big piece of how you are in his story. And then I had you on and we kind of just like, we formed a little friendship. And who knew (laughs) when you came on, we'd be sitting here as my BFF. Going over my bear hunt with me. So I I have, I'm so excited. My best friend, Nicole Martinez, on with me. And I figured it would be fun to bring you on, Nicole, and kind of have you almost interview me about my bear hunt because I sat down and tried to record this, as you know, once. And I was like, "Mm, this is lame. I feel like (laughs) I've shared this. I don't know. Like, yeah. And so I thought, but I want to be able to capture these memories and also. I shared so much about it on social media. I had all this and hype going around story. it. It is. Thanks, it thanks. really is. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured it'd be fun. I was talking to Cody about it and I was like, what about Nicole? And he was like, that would be perfect. Then she can ask Yay. the questions instead of someone that was right there alongside. I have Nicole here and we're going to kind of just go through the whole story of my bear hunt and kind of let Nicole interview me. It's like, I feel like the tables have turned and honestly I'm a little nervous being on the other side (laughs) yes I know you should be so excited I've heard bits and pieces that you've told me but I am really excited to walk through the whole story from start to finish so like how did you tell me like why a black bear when and how did you get your tag like I want to know like the basics first I think it's interesting with a black bear too, because I went through a phase in my life where like a lot of people, I was super nervous about bears, very timid about bears. I remember being on my elk hunt for this elk that's actually behind me and walking out at night and knowing that I was in bear country and would just hear like the grouse fly off and like panic yeah <laughs> thinking it was bear getting ready to eat us yeah. yeah um I think you just go I don't know everybody experiences that but I had this really timid factor around being being around bears and even like camping in a tent outside just you yeah. hear the horror stories and it's yeah. like I was afraid to be drug out of the tent and all that yeah. and then as time went on and you know I worked on myself if you will yes. Cody would be putting in for the bear hunt and I was like you know what the way to like face this fear would to be go shoot one, Dive like in. go on a hunt, see yeah. how the animal actually is instead of hearing all these stories or seeing from afar eating a carcass. So I started putting in with Cody and he was kind of like, you're, you think you're going to walk up and shoot a bear as scared as you are? Okay. Like I support you and I'll put you in, but like, <laughs> you sure about this Brit, you know? And yeah. then Cody ended up drawn out as everybody knows the year prior to that, our friend Jeremy had drawn out and we'd helped on that. And even like helping Jeremy on his hunt had a new perspective shift for me for bear hunting. And then especially last year going with Cody and helping him bait and actually being able to hunt the animal and watch the animal and get a feel for like how they actually are versus like the scary 
Yeah, the unknown, like what you imagine it to be. It's so different than what it is for sure. Exactly. And so going on that and being like, okay, the bear hunt is one of my new favorite hunts. Like this, it had completely shifted my relationship with the animal itself. And so I had been putting in for several years and put in again. The universe was in my favor. And I, it was the moment I drew out with five points, which honestly is like, not that many points. So I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I drew out. Point. Yeah. Yes, so I was pretty stoked, especially because when I drew out, it's funny, our friend had been putting in, he had like 13 points. We had told him how incredible Cody's bear hunt was, had convinced him to kind of switch over to Cody's unit. And he called, Cody was taking me up to the airport in Salt Lake City to go for a work event to Chicago. And he called us on the way up and was like, my card got hit for $80 or whatever it is. Do you think it's a bear tag? And Cody's like, oh yeah. So we're already on cloud nine being like, yes, we got to go bear hunting again, you know? Fly in, land in Chicago. I'm sitting there waiting for my Uber, checking, scrolling through my email like one does. And I'm like, oh, oh no. I see successful. And I like screenshot yes. it to Cody and I'm jumping up and down in the city telling everybody Aww. that would listen that I drew a bear tag. And these people yeah. are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is okay like dumb bears no no like go shoot a bear <laughs> I'm gonna feel like a baddie right now you have yeah. No idea. yeah so it was it was pretty exciting and anybody yeah. that was on that trip or around definitely got to hear all about it and it was actually for a food bloggers conference so I was like let me tell you about the bear meat I'm about to have yes ma'am and the, okay hold on so bear hunt but we wanted to do it with a bow right we wanted to do it with a bow Okay. People so probably got sick of me of talking story. about it. Not yeah. at all. And like, I think that makes it even more badass because archery is so hard and you have to be so close and so accurate. So I really want to hear how it started with a bow. Didn't end, you know, well, I'm not yeah. going to say the story because I know the story, <laughs> but I want you to tell the story. But I want to hear more about how you practiced and how you prepared and stuff for it too. Because it was a long process that you were preparing for a while, training shooting your mm-hmm. bow I remember the whole process and being like oh my god I want to do this myself yeah. so. Nicole would get my voice memos all the time just talking yes. about it <laughs> training with your pack training. on like you worked so hard for it all the things thank you yeah the bow that was something too specifically that I've bow hunting just has my heart that's just yeah. the the whole thing of it like when I think of hunting and when I'm like in my happy place of hunting it is doing archery I've been like that since I was a little girl and it was kind of a full circle moment for me too because when I think of bear hunting I remember I had this like right you and I Nicole and I get really deep you guys are gonna learn this (laughs) so (laughs) when I was training with my bow I specifically remember archery was kind of my thing where I could go out I wasn't like most little girls all the other little girls in our neighborhood were running around and they were playing with Barbies and doing that. That just wasn't my thing. And I loved going out and shooting archery. So my dad would support that. And I would just shoot in the backyard for hours. And one time he put me in for an archery tournament. And what I ended up winning on was a small target of a bear. So now 30 plus years later, I'm having this like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get it with my, my bow. But as people had heard on the podcast, Cody and I had a little tiff about like, wait a sec, who's going to get the new upgrade of a bow? 
whose turn is it? One of us needs to get a new bow. <laughs> and I was like, what? it's me, obviously. <laughs> As it should be. Right? Come on. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's special. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, before I even knew I drew out a tag, I had gotten a brand new bow, which I was just stoked about. And so then as soon as I drew out my bear tag, Cody just knew in his head, like, shit. Now we're going to yeah. have to Oops. set up this new bow because <laughs> yeah, gotta go get the I have bow, the bare bones. Yeah. We got to go get all yeah. this stuff. Um, yeah. and so that's kind of just what I had in my head. I wanted to, nobody in our camp had shot one with a bow. I had seen, like, we know all the different, we've got our spots. Like most people do when you go hunting, you know, you've got your places, you've got your ravines, you know, where you can shoot from this Canyon down kind of a thing. Right. And I just, you know, archery. I wanted to get it yeah. with my bow. I also wanted to take it a step further and really push myself. Like, okay, I've been there with Cody when he shot his bear with his rifle. Now I want to be able to go sit in trees with bears walking underneath me. And that's a whole other level I've never done before. I've never done a tree wow. stand hunt, let alone archery with a bear underneath you. What an experience, though. Like, for real. I was so jealous. <laughs> that she, it was like 10 days. I left no talking and no voice memos. And I'm like, I wonder if she got it to stay the day. What is she doing right now? Does she understand? So, yeah, that's just so awesome, Britt. I'm so stoked for you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of training, and I just tried to make sure I was getting my reps in. And when you're training for something that specific, as a lot of people know, I just kept trying to go through in my head all the scenarios as I was training, meaning like right. as I'm doing reps, I would try and work out really hard and then try and shoot reps in between to get my heart rate up because right. you can shoot yeah. all you want, but a lot of times right. you're not having that adrenaline that's running your, through you. nerve, the nerves and like you're shaking and like you don't want to breathe or mm-hmm. make a noise or scare it off. Yeah. So yeah. visualizing so key oh I visualized the shit out of that hunt like I literally would go through when I would draw back and be like imagining Cody saying the yardage to me kind of a thing whispering and then also going through a moment of like oh now I have the time to do it or wait now I'll just step behind so hollow when you're breathing a little more keep it drawn back and then going back through the motions of visualizing where you shoot on a bear too because that's different than you know your regular deer or elk and yeah that was kind of what I did to prep and I was like girl that bear walks out was a dead bear like i have this shit in the can (laughs) (laughs) like she is on she's accurate she's on point sights are locked in we're good good (laughs) dialed baby yeah and it is it's a lot of prep leading up to that not only for the shooting because i was doing archery and i wanted to be prepared for that and it is a summer hunt i should mention that it was in june so a lot of time that's especially here in utah Everyone's so used to like, you know, the turkey hunt and then you've got a break in the summer and then it's fall. So you're not really, I would say like, you're not used to training so much then in like April and May into June. But then it's like gathering. We decided we were able to hunt over bait. That's legal in Utah. So then it's gathering all the bait. And when I tell you that's all Cody talked about (laughs) was bait. I didn't hear much about the baiting process though i all of a sudden you sent me a voice memo like two days before the hunt literally and and you were like i'm going to pick up like 
donuts or something. And I'm like, what? I didn't know that was a thing. Like, what do you mean you're going to go pick up donuts? And you're like, yeah, the local bakery. Just like nothing. Like hundreds of pounds of bags of donuts or it was something like wild. Or you're like slopping like poundage of donuts into your truck. So I want to hear about that. How did you like go about getting like this hookup to donuts? Was it donuts? Donuts. And then we also did last year. I mean, the good news is, is we've kind of figured it out over the last couple of years. And last year we were able to get a hookup with, you know, the old fashioned suckers that are like on the, like a wood stick, like the really good old fashioned suckers that are big. They're on like a wood stick. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. we got a hookup for those last year. Like what perfect bait? Yeah. They were all the ones that don't have the stick in it. So that's not a problem. Okay. Um, obviously you don't want to be using anything that you can't, you don't want to leave trash or anything like that. And so right. we had that hookup. We got a whole bunch more of those suckers. Uh, we had, those are like, those are money. Those are money, the old fashioned yeah. suckers. Okay. And then we also got dog food and grain. And then we had found out that, that we got a hold of a bakery that just had an abundance of donuts, like you said. And apparently people don't like day old donuts and they just, you just, you start making hookups. You start calling different bakeries yeah. and stuff. Unfortunately, a lot of bear hunters have ruined it where people just don't even want to bother with it, which... I mean, unfortunately, people are people and I can see why they wouldn't want to. Yeah. But yeah, you just start calling around and figuring it out because bears can eat. It's that amazing. Like, I, I was shocked to look because you taught me that. And But you can't bear, you can't bait in Montana because mm-hmm. of the grizzly yeah. bears. And yes. that makes sense because I'm like, Brittany baited so we can bait here. And David was like, no, no. <laughs> we can't yep. bait here. <laughs> we want, no. Um, but the, I didn't realize that you could even do that. I thought that was such a great tidbit of information to like call around and like local bakeries and just see what they're actually, you got laying around mm-hmm. and used for that. And then you have an abundance of stuff to utilize, which is. Yeah. Huge benefit to you. A huge benefit. It's not like not every season you can do that. The season that I put in for you can. And then you do have to register. You can have two bait sites. So two places that I knew I could hunt. And I did have to register it with like the location. Um, And so they can come and check on it. And you have to put everything specifically what you're doing, which is great. Like they should know what you're putting out there. And you're supposed to you have to clean up after you're done. Um, But yeah. It's legal in Utah for certain seasons and areas to bait. And so wow, that was that definitely so beneficial. Wild. And I have to say there's been times where I've posted stuff on, you know, good old TikTok or YouTube and people see that I mentioned we're baiting and there's a big, like, I will say when we first started, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, like this kind of feels weird, but yeah. it is a lot of fucking hard work. A lot of work, and I give a lot of credit to my kids packed a whole bunch of stuff and all of our friends, our guy friends that came out and helped, like, big kudos to them because it's not an easy thing to do, and it's something you're responsible for that bait pile. Right. And you have to get it out there. Like, you're not just pulling up on the side of the road and, like, getting it out of the truck and, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to haul it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So imagine 70-pound old-fashioned suckers in your backpack, and then you've also got dog food, and, you know, you're... everybody. like, we're got, training. This is we training. We're training, yeah. <laughs> we're still training. <laughs> yep, practicing for pe- packing um, out that bear. You've got your bait locked in. You've got where you're going to get your bait. How did you find the places that you were going to hunt? This is, like, the just a 
How did you find the spots for where you knew black bears would be, I guess is my question. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you land on your sites? The location where we hunt is kind of like, that's our happy place. We love going out there. It's somewhere that we're always trying to hunt. We go out there for shed hunting, all you know, deer hunting if we can. And it's just, it's like our happy place. That's where we just like to be free and roam around. And so we are very familiar with that and the animals that are there. Um, but the locations, one of, well, yeah, my two bait spots were locations that we had baited prior. Okay. I baited again where Cody got his and then also one that we had done the year before as well, but nobody had gotten one off of the other one. So we knew there were bears coming in there. How did we find those initially is just kind of looking at canyons on maps Mm -hmm. and kind of getting an idea of where the different canyons are meeting, you know, water, kind of the basics that you would. Um, And that's kind of how we decided. And we knew bears had been coming in. We had had a way heavier. Yeah. We'd had a way heavier winter than we had in the last couple of years this year. So I was kind of wondering how that would affect things, but luckily I was in a later hunt. So that worked out in my favor. Yeah. When you actually went, cause I know you put the bait out a couple of days prior to like mm-hmm. get it all like situated and ready and kind of like warm up before your yeah. hunt. Yeah. And you had trail cams, you had yes. trail cams going before then too. On Memorial day, we were able to bait And we were able to put our trail cameras on there as well. And our plan was to kind of let it sit there, like Nicole said, get the aromas going, let the bears know, like, here's the dinner bell. Come on in. Mm -hmm. Um, So we put trail cameras out and it was really neat on one of them. um, We put the ones that you can get texts from on both of them, but we only had service on the one. And we were sitting at Rivers baseball game, I think. The night after we got back or midday, it was a couple days after we got back. We're sitting there watching rivers, you know, getting all excited, talking about last minute things as you do watching his baseball game. And all of a sudden Cody gets a text message and we open it up and it's a bear's face. Like, oh my (laughs) God. Right in the camera. I'm like, there's fucking bears. Like, (laughs) yes. (laughs) And that just like makes it sink in a little more because you're like, I'm actually going to get something. The potential just like went from like, I don't know how the percentage to like, okay, like 90% going to get a bear. (laughs) Yeah. So when you see that bear's face, that just sunk it in for you. Like the percentage of actually getting the bear went from like, I don't really know, like maybe I'll get a bear to like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is like going to happen. Like this really is going to actually happen. Right. That's so dope. It was so cool to know that like all the hard work was paying off. And too, like you said, yes, we've seen bears there in the past, but it had been a different winter and like, are they going to come back? And we had right. to wait debate a lot longer, you know, until right before this year, until the hunt opened up, I wasn't actually hunting opening morning. I was baiting opening morning and yeah, to see that like, okay. Cause I was wondering, is it going to have to sit there for a week before anything comes in. And it was just a matter of days. So you baited on the first morning that you were out there. Yeah. Opening morning. And then we came back, um, let it kind of sit. Like I said, finished up the last of, you know, kids getting out of school, baseball games. And then our plan was to go back out that Friday and just get to camp. And then we planned on staying like 10 days was the plan. Wow. It's officially fall. 
Okay, I mean, technically, it's not officially fall in quotations if you look at a calendar but school has started football has started and the hunts have started therefore it's fall <laughs> and if you're like us you're in the backcountry more you're using your body more and you are probably missing out on this secret sauce of support okay i mean technically it's not sauce it's gummies that's the mountain ops slumber sleep gummies these are hands down the best tasting gummies on the planet like for real they are so delicious and they are sure to help you fall asleep fast when you need a good night's rest and when i say rest i mean rest you get rest you fall asleep fast and you wake up recovered and rejuvenated there's none of that grogginess which no that's besides the point if you've been around here a while you know i love the slumber drink mix but what makes this different than that is their gummies so they are easy to backpack with you're not having to worry about heating up water using extra water just for your drink mix they come with 120 delicious soft chews so you can pack what you need with you and leave the rest they help support transition to sleep. There's 2.5 milligrams of melatonin in them and 100 milligrams of tart cherry, which if you've listened, tart cherry is all the rage and it's amazing. It's helped me so much transitioning off of Alde wine. And like I mentioned, they're straight to mouth. You're not having to worry about anything else. You take a gummy or two and you are set for some of the best sleep and like I mentioned, recovery, waking up the next day and you are ready to go and conquer the rest of the day. If you want to check out these slumber sleep gummies or the drink mix, you can go to mountainops.com and be sure to use our code BRIT, that's B-R-I-T-T, for 20% off your next order. That's BRIT, B-R-I-T-T, for 20% off your next order at mountainops.com. And if you want to check out some of our other favorites, be sure to check out the performance performance bars love them necessity for car truck gym bag in your backpack for the mountains also their magnum and if you're needing more recommendations for when it comes to being outdoors be sure to check out their merino wool and their socks are a plus again that's mountainops.com and use our code to support the show and get 20% off with the code brit b-r-i-t-t yeah, Friday we got into camp, kind of got things situated. We had already had camp established. It was just loading, you know, 10 days worth of groceries and mills and all the kids stuff. T Friday was just our day to get to camp because it was just like, just get settled, hang out. We're here long enough. We'll hunt tomorrow kind of a thing. And then yeah. Saturday, just, you know, like it's bear camp. It was so nice to finally get to bear camp because <laughs> there was so much building up to bear camp you know, just making sure you're dialed in, ready to go. And then Saturday we did have our boys with us and I knew doing archery and bow hunt, like we had talked about that my hunt would be a lot different versus Cody's because with Cody's, when he shot his, you guys can go back and listen to his episode. We talk in depth about baiting and his story, but we all got to be there for his bear. We, it was me, Cody, Cooper, rivers and also family. our dog <laughs> yeah like the whole family got to be there and i That's knew so it was really really special yeah. but i on my end i wanted to get it with the bow and so we talked about it's going to be a different hunt the boys aren't going to be with 
And we're definitely going to have to figure out a way to make this work because we have young kids. They're not super young, but they're still children. And so are we going to be able to have people that are going to be able to kind of maybe help us that are willing to sit with the boys? Or when we set baits, we also had set our tree stands. And so Saturday we decided to go back in, freshen the baits back up, show them where everything was and also show them where across the canyon they could sit and watch us because our hopes were that the boys could sit across the canyon and watch through their binoculars and kind of be able to see that way yeah and then so shout out to hayden thank you so much he was so willing to go sit with the boys across the canyon and try and keep you know rivers (laughs) as quiet as you can for so many hours he loves to sit in glass and stuff but He's a seven-year-old boy and like, you know, he wants to dig in the dirt and do stuff, but we never once heard him. They did amazing. And so (laughs) Cody and I went and got ready and sat in the tree stand. And that was an experience in itself because neither one of us have sat for a long time in a tree stand. I had no idea what to expect, like getting all your harnesses (laughs) on, all this stuff. And, you know, it's a summer hunt. And so I didn't put on my thermals and everything. I didn't expect to get cold. And yeah, like you said, you would think like I was thinking, oh, we get all this time together. (laughs) I don't know. It sounded like nice. Learn something new. (laughs) Yeah. I knew we would have to be quiet, but I was thinking like, I don't know, like as people know, I love my like me time and quiet time, but you can only listen to the chipmunks so many fucking times (laughs) before your nerves are shot. Yeah. And like 30 minutes in, we were both right. were like, mm, I don't know. Like, wow, this is kudos to what the guys that are about? out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do we do? And then it's weird because you would think that like bow hunting, I'm used to like having to be quiet and make a stock and do that. But it's also a whole other kind of. Right. It's kind of interactive. Yeah. And it's a different kind of quiet when Mm -hmm. you're sitting in a tree and you go to unzip your jacket and you feel like it echoes down the canyon or like you move just a little bit and you can hear your jacket brushing. (laughs) Like your senses are so much more heightened and you feel like the tiniest movement is so loud and going to screw you over. And our tree stands aren't, I wouldn't say they weren't broke in by any means because both of us were like, there's no fucking way we're going to be able to sit here this long. Like we are so used to being on the move or being able to glass. That's Cody's like, I can only look at the same trees and hillsides so many times before. Like I've seen it. That is a major test of patience, I think, too. Like, there's a lot of lessons to be learned in that, in that, like, in that time because, like, you don't we, nowadays you don't sit still for that long, you know. And like, you have your phone. You didn't have service, I'm assuming. Yeah, we like, didn't you have just, service. Like, scroll or keep your mind occupied. Right. And yeah. I was thinking for a That's while. I'm like, level. oh, maybe I could bring my Kindle because a lot of people were saying like, you need to bring. You know, as we were kind of bitching about our tree stands, <laughs> people are like, oh, you need to like bring a movie to watch or bring a Kindle, la di da di da. And I was like, oh, I was thinking I could bring my Kindle. But literally, I feel like any movement, like if a bear were to come in and I had to shut my Kindle and then put it somewhere, put it away, put it away, then reach for my yeah. bow. Like, yeah. that's too much movement for, I, I feel like, from where right. I was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we got, we got in all of the well, trees. You're like in the moment. Like it's you want to like be watching. Yeah. I was so excited to sit there. I was 
there was so much leading up to sitting in the tree stand. And then, like I said, we got in there for about 30 minutes and we were both like, this is awful. (laughs) We put so much time into this and this is a new patient that we're being tested. Um, but we sat there because you know what, we're trying something new and we're like, by God, if this is how we're going to get us a bear, like, so be it. This is a new thing. We're going to learn it. I think that night, this is why I needed to record sooner. Cause I like forget everything, but I do think we got into the tree stand sat, wow. like I was saying, and we did have like in front of Cody, I was sitting kind of at an angle from the bait pile so that I could obviously angle to shoot my bow. And then Cody was to the other side of me and there was just like a little opening It almost like from where I was sitting was like the trees kind of did an arch and we looked over and there was a sow that okay. just kind of sat there and looked at us, which that was exhilarating because again, it was like, and bears are wow. so stealthy. Like they're weird. Sometimes once you know their noises, you can hear them, but it yeah. went from like, listening to the chipmunks thinking you're going to go crazy to all of a sudden, like there's a bear. They just like pop up and she just kind of stood there, sat down, kind of looked like she knew something was different and then walked away. But it was like, okay, that was like a good first bear experience sitting in the tree stand. I should say on Saturday before, like, look, it's all coming to me. I should have looked at my notes, Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) When we went and baited, Yeah. When we went and baited that morning, how I told you all the boys went in, we refreshed everything. We pulled the trail camera pictures. And as Cody was driving, I was going through the trail camera pictures and there was this beautiful big ass bear hitting the bait, like just sitting there, like sitting like a dog and like looking over at me. And it had this tan, beautiful nose and this dark body. And I loved the contrast between the light nose and the dark body. And it just had this big old pumpkin head. And so we went from like lottie dottie dying to holy shit. There's a big bear on there and it's coming in around like six at dark. Well, that's not dark, but like coming in six between like when it gets dark. So it was like balls to the wall, head back to camp, switch out all this stuff, hurry and get the kids situated and haul ass back there. Cause I was thinking, we're going to go get a bear. <laughs> and then it. we sat there like we yeah, did. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think I have a video too that I'll post where I'm like, we saw a bear. We're headed in. What? Like just on cloud nine. <laughs> um, thinking yeah. like it's going to go down and there's a big one. And one that like I want, because we were lucky enough to having several bears hitting it, but I really was like, that is my bear. Um, but yeah, our friend Ryan had shot one. We never saw that bear. It didn't come in the one that I wanted, saw that sow. And then we got that call as it was starting to get dark. It was like eight 30 saying that Ryan had gotten his bear and it was in kind of a deeper Canyon. And so we knew we were going to go help the plan all along was to go help Ryan pack his bear out. And so it was time to go switch the kids at camp so we could go help Ryan haul out his bear, which actually we ended up taking the boys with us, which was really cool. We headed down um, with our group, a bear camp, and went and helped Ryan go find his bear, and he had gotten it, get pictures, you know, quarter it out, uh, get the rug, and pack out. So that's how we spent Saturday night, which was really fun, um, getting to do that experience. and then Kind of like a practice, too, you know? Yeah. 
yeah, it was. Yeah, it was you a can kind of familiar with the whole process again, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. And it was good because it's like, like you said, familiar again because we, it had been a year and bear's not something that like we're always caping out. And so it was a good practice run going through it together with everyone seeing everything the next morning. And then we decided it was time for us to go back out and sit in the tree stand, Cody and I. We left the kids that time. Um, they were able just to hang out. We had great friends there. They had friends at camp. They were building a fort. They were working on it. And where we hadn't seen anything, like we were still learning. We didn't really expect to right. get a bear. So they were like, mm. like we really couldn't see as well as we would think across the way. Like we were thinking they'd have this really good vision shot of it or be able to see something come in and at first or see the tree stands. And actually from where you sat across the Canyon, you couldn't see the tree stands. So you might've been able to see the bait pile, but like they wouldn't have actually been able to see mom shoot it. So yeah, we were letting them just live up bear camp and we knew as soon as, you know, if I got one, then someone would haul them back out and we would be able to have them there for the experience of, you know, getting to see the bear and pack out. So the next couple of days, it was really just kind of sitting the tree stand. (laughs) Everyone asked like, how was it? And we just bitched about it. And then every day we went in, it got better. Um, I think you learned like the patience level, you now know what to expect, you know, how to sit in it, you know, how to kind of move. Yeah. Yeah. I dressed accordingly because I will tell you this, I know it sounds silly, but like sitting underneath a tree, you don't realize how cold it gets because it was hot, but like inside of a pine tree, it was so much cooler and then the breeze would pick up. Interesting. So I didn't have any of my thermals or anything. And even Cody was getting cold. Um, that first night I was freezing. So I ended up switching to my thicker boot, my insulated boot and also layering because I didn't bring any of my thermals because it's freaking June. (laughs) I ended up layering with my leggings. Yeah. Um, so we we did, we kind of learned, you know, yeah, I would never, I'm used to like, like I said, hiking around and you're getting too hot. You would never be in your thermals, but you're sitting there. Of course you're going to get cold and until dark. So yeah, that was kind of the game that we played for a while was seven days of going in. And when we took, we did take one day off. I think it was Tuesday that we ran in the bear, our friend's bear to the taxidermist and decided to kind of like make a day out of it. And we went, when we talked to the taxidermist, he was telling me, you know, feeling kind of frustrated and everything. And he told me, he's like, when I got my bear with a bow, I had to sit there he says seven days before they got comfortable. Like they just have to get used to you. They know like you can wear all the scent blocker you want. You can do all the things as far as like keeping your scent down and going in and, but they just, their senses just tell them like they just know. And he says, but then incredible. It was so so incredible. He just, so hearing that you just kind of have to wait it out and be patient. I was like, got it. That's all I need to hear. Like we're doing everything we can. They just got to get used to us. And it was really cool sitting there. I would say like for anybody that was like me at one point in life, or you are like I was bear hunting is one of the best things you can do in my opinion to help with being nervous of bears because we got to sit in the tree stand and we had a sow and two cubs coming in. And obviously we wouldn't kill the sow that has the cubs and 
they kept coming in and just watching how cautious she is with her cubs and even the other bears coming in. Wow. Like I said, they knew that there was something off. They could sense us. And even just the they way they approached the bait, maybe. Yeah, they were so very crazy. hesitant and they would kind of like circle around, fill things out Interesting. and then like come in. Yeah. I understand like anything there's, bad bears, whatever. But like they are, they're not, their instinct isn't to like come eat you. (laughs) I don't think. And then seeing the mama, she like those bears, there was one, there was two cubs and one of them was just like a little wild shit. We would watch the trail camera videos. There'd be one up on top of the trail cam or on top of the pile. And then one digging into the pile. And it was so cute. But the one on top of the pile always would like kick the other one off. I was like, that little shit, oh like, be nice, you know? <laughs> and then when the mom and the cubs would come in, watching them are so cute. But this little one kind of took off and kind of came up by himself. And you could hear the mom just like snapping her jaws, talking to him or her, whoever, wow. like chewing his yeah. ass about being there. And he kind of would just like wow. go for the suckers and you'd hear him crunching on the suckers, which was really cool. And he kind of oh like God, looked at the tree that we're sitting in. And I was like, that little mofo better not climb this tree because I do not want to have to like (laughs) tell a little cub to shoo shoo and also be really tempted to kind of just scratch its little head. And I'm not dealing with mom. Yeah. I was like, Oh (laughs) yeah. It was so cool. I know it was so neat, but it was funny because he would like sit there and in that same moment you would hear the mom kind of like yell chewing. She like, they snap their jaws. So you can tell she's like yelling for him. And you saw him at one point, she's snapping. And all of a sudden you see him go (sighs) like mom. (laughs) And then she snaps some more and he kind of like talks to her and then he took off. But it was interesting listening to that too, because I was telling Cody so many of the, like the huffing that they do, they kind of let out like a, sound it kind of i've been hiking around before and it kind of sounds like when a horse kind of like lets out a deep breath you know and in my head i'm like i've heard that uh noise before and just thinking like oh that's a wild horse probably a bear and then also the little cubs kind of sound like cow elk which is super interesting the way they kind of just talk so it was very interesting to be like I think I've been closer to bears than I realized in the past yeah. and brushing it like off they're familiar noises, other animals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. Sounds like oh, one God, thing, totally. but in reality. Then, yeah. Like you would never think, I think that not to interrupt you, but like we went camping one night with the kids and like had, I think I told you we'd like had bacon and eggs or something stupid, like so dumb <laughs> where we were. We shouldn't have had that. In grizzly country. And like in the middle of the night. Yeah. In the middle. Oh, we had big Mac tacos. Those like trending big Mac tacos. I made that <laughs> one night thinking how like romantic and fun. And then the next morning or that middle of the night, we heard like a, a bouncing, prancing high pitched, like, cub of some sort was a baby of some sort but we couldn't figure out what it was but david was like i'm like he thought like because it literally woke me it woke both of us up while we were sleeping because i've never heard anything like that in my life like you would never 
think that these baby animals would make these noises and they sound so strange. And he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I think that was a baby grizzly bear just like hopping with the, I'm like, okay. And then the next morning, I think I told you, like, that's when I yeah. made eggs and bacon. So I bought, I brought the Big Mac taco stuff and then like <laughs> eggs and bacon, which it was Father's Day. I just trying to make it special. Trying to do something nice for David. Well, yeah, he was hiking us all out to this like beautiful spot to camp. And I'm like, oh, I'll make like some cute dinners and breakfast or whatever. And then like I poured the bacon grease in the fire because like, you know. <laughs> I'm learning <laughs> like the things to do and what not to do. And like 20 minutes later, we were packing up or it was maybe an hour later. We were packing up and I looked over and I'm like, I don't remember seeing a tree there <laughs> in the field. And I looked closer, I like squinted and it was a black bear like standing. I looked like and it had ba- it had cubs. It was a mama black bear standing on like hind legs, like sniffing yeah. the air. David had to stomp. He had like his hand on his pistol and he's like, get out of here. Okay. And then you told me about your baiting because it was around that same kind of time frame, I think. And you told me about your baiting and I'm like, oh. Yeah. I was like, Nicole, we like smother Uh, grease. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he should have told me that. Well, I mean, where we were, it wasn't really bear country, but apparently there's bears there because there was. We saw them. (laughs) Next time, no bacon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah lesson learned see you learned but so that's good all of that to say it did it was just crazy to hear what the animals sound like like you would never think a bear would make or a, cu- a bear cub would make those like high-pitched noises and you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's just it's such a it's just weird it is so weird it's interesting because yeah like you said we both kind of sat there and were like oh you know I I think I've heard bear and brushed it off as like a, a different baby deer. animal but yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah but it wasn't mm-hmm. and then when they would come into the bait too they would kind of like huff and you could hear them in a distance smacking their jaw together again as kind of like a maybe tell it like hey I'm coming in if there's something else there you know wow. it was so interesting and so we watched the mom and the cubs I think almost every night which was really really neat to experience it was so fun and it was so funny to see that like you know, whether you're a human mom or a bear mom, you kind like of the same thing. You kind of have the same thing. You kind of have to choose some ass and tell them to yeah. get back like, where you... they belong. And yeah. there's always one that decides to be a little rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did have the opportunity where we thought the opportunity was going to present itself that we had a red boar coming in and I either had, you know, that tan muzzled bear that I ideally was like my dream bear. Or there was a big red boar that was coming in, a male bear. And he kind of came in cautiously and he went down the valley a little bit. Cody saw him come in from that little archway that I was telling you about. It was interesting. They always were coming in through that archway. And he kind of came in, dropped lower below the bait. And so we could see him walking. And so as he was walking, it was like finally going through the motions of like, okay, grabbing my bow. Is he behind a bush? And then... That night was a night that we were freezing. I think that was actually the second night that we were in there, but we were freezing. I think this was before we realized we needed to layer up because as soon as I put my hands out to grab my bow, that cold air hit me and I was like, oh, yeah. like fingertips. I kept having to blow in my hand like so quietly. Yeah. Um, grabbing the bow, going through the motions of like grabbing the bow um, just as he went behind a bush cause he was about 40, 50 yards away and our bait was at 20. Um, I think it was technically like 13, like it was 
pretty damn wow. close. Wow, okay. But yeah, like, so we're close. Yeah. We're I really close. Never didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So close. Yeah. And so I'm grabbing my bow and it was up on a hook. And that same night we had had a crazy windstorm come in. And let me tell you, if you've never sat in a tree stand during a windstorm and like sold the oh seven God. trees because holy <laughs> shit we were like yeah. i felt like i was on a boat like oh my god swaying and cody's like look at like your feet because it seriously felt like we were going like this but cody's like we're only going like doop 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 yeah but it was just enough just being up there um that my bow had kind of rocked onto the hanger so when i went to go lift up between my cam and my bow had kind of went in between the hanger. So when I went to pull it up, it made this pop sound. Oh, no. Yeah. And oh, so I pull up. No. We have it on video of the bear. Like I pull up and you can hear just like that little give because it had wiggled its way in between. And he kind of like took off a little bit, but then he stopped up the hill. So we're like, okay, he's going to come back, you know? So I go through the motions of getting, I'm like, okay, he's kind of out of the way. I'm going to stand up. So if he gets where I can, then all I have to do is drop back at this point. And we sat there. I think my video ended up being 20 minutes of him kind of just like cautiously again, circling us, which is so interesting. Like elk and deer take off yeah, and then kind of just stay. And you can't really, for the most part, hear him. I mean, elk, you can bugle in and everything, but you can hear them just kind of like circling and Cody could see him going in between trees. But from where I was sitting, I couldn't. And we were hoping he was going to circle because he went up and around the bait and we thought he was going to drop down with the bait. And he just never ended up wow, coming in. They're so but smart. But it was a good like, God, it was smart. so smart. Both of us were like, that was cold. We need to dress warmer because as I'm standing there with my hand in one and like my release hooked on, yeah. like trying to reach over and keep my, my fingers warm. Cause it was, I would have never expected to deal with the cold like that right? in June. And it also was like a very long winter this year. I think like in general, it just never felt like it was ending. So, never, and you wouldn't have never. thought, yeah, but never would have thought, but it was a really good, I was like, both of us were kind of thinking too, okay, that was a really good, you know, mock run through and going through and realizing too, like we said, learning new things about sitting in the tree stand, kind of having to keep an eye on if, you know, if it starts getting windy, checking your bow, making sure like the smallest things like that can just make or break your hunt really. Right. And that's why it's so important to practice like leading up to it. Like I feel like even, even around, even in Montana, like, you know, hunting season starts September 2nd here. But, like, people are just now pulling their bows out to start practicing. It's August 16th. And, like, you really yeah. – like, I've been practicing since – um, God, was it April? I, no, May. May. Like, yeah. we've been out practicing and shooting and accurate as hell, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. we're on the money. Yeah. I'm ready. And now I just, like, I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, David, too. And, like, he went with his buddies just last weekend to go practice shooting. And they're, like – missing their arrows missing the or missing the target losing their arrows and he's like sighted in already but like (laughs) it takes just so much practice and like god being in the moment too like the nerves and like you're shaking and like it's a bear Mm -hmm. it's not a deer Mm -hmm. it's a bear (laughs) so like it's a whole new level of fear especially having been Mm -hmm. scared of them before like you said like not understanding them but wild 
Wow. Yeah, it was interesting because I could tell, like, I was telling Cody that because he's like, do you think some of the shaking was from nerves? And I'm like, I know that, yes, did I get the, like, the adrenaline? Mm -hmm. Yes, I got that. But the difference with the adrenaline and, like, my body being so cold is, personally for me, I can take those deep breaths Mm -hmm. and, like, calm the adrenaline. Yeah. Like, I've been through that. Yeah. But the, like the fingertips being cold. Yeah. Like that was not something that I was prepared for and I learned, but I mean, regardless, you're going to get the adrenaline and like the shakes. It's just coming down to like the shot and yeah, you know, calming that (laughs) system. (laughs) Namaste. Namaste. (laughs) Yeah. So that was what we did for seven days was kind of sit the tree stand and I have to give it to Cody is, I appreciate that he knew how much it meant to me to want to sit the tree stand and try and get a bear with my bow because I was miserable. Like it wasn't, it will, I talk all the time about like how soothing hiking is for my solar getting outdoors. I was excited to get to see the bears and hang out there and be outdoors, but sitting in a tree stand was not something that either one of us really looked forward to totally. and so I appreciate him going and doing the miserable with me just to try and let me do it my way yeah. <laughs> and fulfill my dreams yeah. uh, but also having that time to be like get realistic with me yeah and say we're here 10 days we only have so much time to do this hunt and so at what point are you okay thinking of like the ultimate goal with the tag, ultimate goal was to get one with, like, dream goal was to get one with my art, bow and arrow. Right. But the goal was to fill my tag, and it was any legal weapon. Right. So at what point are you okay with switching, switching over, over to a gun? Yeah. Yeah. And as you said, you have lots of time to sit and reflect in the tree yeah. stand. <laughs> yeah. And so I had those, like, okay, I I know how long we're here, ideally... Like in my head, I'm like, I know if we go sit a ridge, I'll shoot it. I'll shoot a bear with my gun. Like I just, I knew that. Right. Um, but excitingly enough, I never once thought that my dad would come out or be able to come out just with life and the way it works. But he was able to, my boys went home with him one day. He kind of is out by where we were for work and they went with him and he, was able to take them and he said he was going to come back. But I was like, okay, I will go till the weekend. Like I just really want to seven days in the tree stand, you know? Yeah. And so Friday morning, Cody was like getting a little bit nervous. We're getting really low on bait. We've been feeding these bears for a week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And what we have out with us because it's pretty desolate where we were, like it wasn't just, you know, it's an hour and a half, so drive just to get into the nearest town to be able to buy anything. Mm -hmm. And then also he doesn't have the time off work to be able to stay out there forever. So it would be having to try and keep them fed for a week. Just logistically, it was kind of turning into like a lot. Yeah. Um, but I was still like cool as a cucumber just in like la la land. Like I'm here, I'm zoned in, I'm going to do it. So Friday morning, that was like my last hoorah. 
just goes to the tree stand by myself. And I tell you, I was like, I think I was voice memoing, memoing you being like, I'm headed into the tree stand. I'm doing it by myself. You like, did. look how far I've come. Yeah. I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> like- <laughs> You're like, um, I love my husband, but it's so exciting to do this. on my. You were excited to yeah. like do it on your own. I remember. Yeah, I was. I was so excited because if 20 year old me would have yeah. known that I was going to go sit in a tree stand and try to kill a bear with my bow by myself, she yeah. would have been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I was really rooting for myself at this point. And yeah. like, yeah, like you said, I'm like, I really love my husband and I appreciate everything. But like, oh, it'd be so just fucking to cool to get this did. bear. Yeah. Yeah. And his plan, because it was just him and I at this point, my dad still had the boys. They went back into town with him. Just kind of have like a fun little night with Papa. Give Cody and I a night to just be able to like, because our friends had left at this point. So we really didn't have a help out there. Um, And so the boys thought it'd be really fun to go, you know, have a night with Papa and go hang out. Well, Cody and I just like really grind it down. You know what that sound is? That sound is me digging to the bottom of the cooler and look opening it up and being pissed because the ice has melted. Now my cheese for our sandwiches and our wraps are at the bottom. Guess what? It's soggy and I can't find what I'm looking for because everything's a mess in there. It's p- piled underneath the water, beer, all the things, and I'm hangry. I need to find what I'm looking for now and eat. Are you feeling me? <laughs> there is nothing worse. And let me tell you, I don't have this problem anymore because I have my beloved Rugged Road Cooler. This bad boy, I'm not going to be having soggy anything because it has density ice retaining core. It stays cold. We have put this up to the test next to other coolers we have in the desert. It stayed cold. Plus, it has my favorite part. You know it, the snack rack and the sliding divider. That way I have things divided up. We love organization around here. I have our drinks on one side and our food on the other. We also have the snack rack. That way when I open up the cooler and I know what I'm looking for, it's easy, it's found, it's right there and I can make everyone their food and everybody's happy. You deserve to feel this way too. And if you know that feeling of digging through the cooler just to find what you need at the bottom, you need to check out ruggedroadoutdoors.com and look at all of the coolers. You can get 10% off there using our code LONG, that's L-O-N-G, at ruggedroadoutdoors.com and use our code LONG to get 10% off your next order there. You have to check out the snack rack and the dividers. I'm telling you, it's perfect. Even if you just use the divider for like mom and dad drinks, kid drinks, snack rack for her. Also, the top flips up so then you have cup holders as well and it's super lightweight that way it makes it easy to transfer from the camp trailer to the side by side the boat whatever it may be oh and girlfriend you can float with this bad boy too you guys know you need this check out ruggedroadoutdoors.com and use our code long l-o-n-g for 10 percent off your next order and so i went and sat in the tree stand while cody went and refreshed bait checked the trail camera on my other location um, I was hunting the location that Cody hadn't shot a bear off of. He went and checked where he had shot his bear. Okay. Because we hadn't really been seeing anything there. But again, my dream bear, we knew there was bears hitting where I'd been sitting this tree stand for the last seven days. And so he went and checked that just to see, like, do we need to move places? See what kind of possibilities are there, you know? 
So I went and sat the tree stand by myself. And like I mentioned, when we were in that tree stand, like literally all we would do, Nicole, was sit there and watch. Like we didn't play with our phones. We didn't like, we just didn't feel like there was room for error there. And at this point I had sat for a while and I knew Cody was still taking longer than usual and I was getting hungry. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? (laughs) I have my backpack with me. Yeah. And we always like... Like you said, they love coming into like cooking. We're feeding them anyways. Yeah. Maybe if I sit and make myself some lunch, I'll make me a Heather's choice up in the tree stand. Cause that's cool. Like as a kid, I always wanted a cool tree stand, <laughs> like a fort. <laughs> I'll sit up here and make myself lunch. Like we haven't done this all week. Like what do I have fucking to lose right. at this point? Yeah. I might as well just try cooking lunch and maybe masking my scent a little or get them excited about something else. And if it doesn't work, like I'm not out anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I sat up there and I had my jet boil and my Heather's choice mill had me some mom's spaghetti up there and sat ate. a bear never came in, <laughs> but cooking but it with was your good. jet boil up in the tree <laughs> is, is challenging. Yeah. Um, but it was delicious. And I honestly, that was kind of like a good little last hurrah where I had a lot of conversations with myself about not feeling let down by myself that I was then going to be switching to the gun. Right. Because in all honesty, for me personally, it was was feeling that way. Yeah. Yeah. I was taking it a little personally. I don't think, I don't think I like, you know, through like a bitch fit or anything. Like it was nothing like that. Just emotionally. I was working through the, like, this is always what I had envisioned for so long. And now I have to shift that a little bit. Yeah. And I mean, I know you were a little, like you were a little down, Cause you really I wanted to, you really wanted to get it with your bow, but mm-hmm. I mean, in the end, you just you wanted to fill the tag, and you had to have that I conversation did. with yourself. I think that alone time was so necessary for you when Cody it wasn't was. there, so you could have like that, like, okay, take a deep breath, reevaluate what's important here. I did my freaking best, and you did such a good job, like prepping mm-hmm. the bait. You were out there for so long, so that like. That day was quite significant. I remember you voice mm-hmm. memoing me that day. <laughs> being like, I'm going to go to the tree stand alone and we're just going to, you know, be there by ourselves and have a conversation with ourselves. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely like me to a T and exactly what my mental and emotional state needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, it was good for the soul. It was yeah. really good for the soul. And it was one of those full circle moments again, where like, wow, look how far I've come as not only a hunter, but a person, yeah. because look at what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not scared. I was net like, I never was scared, Yeah, which is amazing for someone. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can go out and I'll hike around. And this has been something that's well, like been a couple years where I'm not terrified. Yeah. yeah. The confidence. Yeah. That's exactly what it is too. like, you know, people because have you're this... hiking into bait where pe- like yeah. there's seven, we had seven bears hitting that bait. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> and they climb, they do. They, and climb, they climb pretty fast. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that is as a woman too, like that is such a confidence boost. Cause like if something ever were to happen, like you could, you could hunt mm-hmm. a bear and eat the bear and take care of yourself for like that's that means something, yeah. you know? It was. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely a lot deeper than just a bear hunt. Totally. For me. That was our Friday. And then when Cody got back and came and found me, 
Um, our plan was to go sit the bait where Cody had shot his last year. And that's where he had kind of ran down to check. And there was a bear hitting that bait finally. So he was like, let's go switch it up. Um, you're ready to switch to gun. We can go sit over there. We can get in easy. And then when he had gotten there, I kind of <laughs> messaged my dad and was like, he was going to come drop the kids off to us. And in passing, I had just kind of said like, Hey, if you want to stay for the weekend, we have all this stuff. Like, I would really love for you to be here. It'd be really fun. Yeah. Like just kind of, you know, and when Cody, I'm going to get emotional. Aww, yeah. I didn't want to do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to cry. I it don't is. like it. It's but special. When I had gotten, gotten back to the truck, I didn't have service. I just had, we do have a Garmin in reach. So if something were to happen and my right. dad was to get back early with the boys, he knows that number and can message me, but I turned it off to save the battery and I was just checking it every 30 minutes. Okay. And so when I got back to the truck, Cody was like, Hey, like, hi. And he's like, Hey, your dad's going to come, come hunt and stay the weekend. And I was just like, really? Like, Oh, okay, cool. Like my hunt shifted from the like me wanting to get it with a bow to now I get to have all the most important men in my life there. Yeah. You're going to make me cry. Like what? I am not crying. (laughs) I am not. I don't want to (laughs) cry. No, but it is so special. Like you are surrounded by great men and your dad is, he introduced you into this. You know, like your yeah. your dad sparked all of this. So that's so powerful. And that's such a memory. He did. Yeah. Yeah. It went from, yeah, like just thinking like, oh, my boys will be there to come see the bear to like, okay, now I get my husband, my two boys, my dad that, you know, was yeah. taking me to those archery tournaments mm-hmm. um, and sewing me up camouflage clothes so that I could go hunting with him to now... Like we talked about, I feel like I've always loved hunting and done hunting, but especially over the last couple years and my kids getting older to where I'm like becoming Brittany again, you know, that shift of like, now I can fully embody myself that like, I am a confident hunter. There's always stuff to learn, but to be able to like now shift that where I get to teach my dad stuff yeah, and get to show him bear hunting because he did do bear hunting in Canada with a bow, but this was 30 years ago. So that was really exciting. It was really cool. Uh, and so we headed down to the other bait and we were able to sit kind of up on a ledge. If you've seen our reel where, Cody shoots his bear. You can kind of see the ledge where we sit up on. Okay. And because of the big year, there was a huge river that we had across that like we didn't like we didn't know that the bridge was washed out. So we oh, found geez. like little two by fours that uh. we had to walk across. And I tell you, I'll have to post the video. Cody walked across it and it creaked. Like oh my God. like I heard it like snap basically, but it never like I literally thought I was gonna see him like oh, fall. God. He oh, never geez. did. He's like, hey, come across. I'm like, <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not walking across that. I have the gun. Do you love this gun? I know you love this gun. You're not going to care if I fall in, but like, 
sir. <laughs> um, so we went across that and yeah. And then we didn't think my dad and the boys were going to come and meet us down there because I was worried about them all crossing this sketchy ass two by four. Um, but they ended up sneaking up the backside and Cooper remembered his way in, which was awesome. And they got to come sit with us and see new country and it was fun. It was refreshing to be able to kind of like sprawl out and lay and watch and be able to glass a whole bunch of country and watch for bears. Um, but we never had anything come in that night. But that is kind of like where we are at that point. I guess when Cody <laughs> on Friday when he had went by himself and I'm sitting in the tree stand, apparently he sent out like an SOS to all of his buddies because everyone had left at this point. And honestly, we all expected to be tagged out because the bear hunt's always just been like first, second night kind of a thing. They're coming in. But where I was doing archery, obviously was taking longer. And so he had sent out, he said, an SOS to everybody being like, if anybody's willing to come help, like, I need help, which I was like, why did you do that? That's embarrassing. Like, he's like, no, it's time to rally the troops. Like everyone wants to come help you. Like I'm going to let, if someone comes in, can help me bait. Will we let you sit somewhere? Then like, that's helpful. Cause right now it's just going to be me having to leave you and right. then go bait. Um, so luckily our badass friends, Jeremy and Hayden ended up coming back out. He did that on Friday. So they were all, their plan was to come out on Saturday morning. Okay. And again, it's a drive from where we all live. And so the fact that they were willing to like come back out, man, that like true friends yeah, come back out and help. So we decided to go out on Saturday and Cody's like, okay, we didn't see anything at that other bait. And I'm like, well, I really, I would like to go back and sit where I've sat in the tree stand, but across the Canyon where we initially had the boys sat up that first weekend, because again, I know the bears there and I would love to be able to see my dream bear come in. And so that was kind of the plan. We're like, okay, let's go. When we had checked trail cameras, they were coming in in midday, which was really weird. And so we decided let's go sit that. And like, I'm like, I'll just go sit for hours over there. Like yeah. it's easier to sit over there. <laughs> feels so much more freeing when you're like, yeah, I can move I can my move. arms. I can lay down. I can walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried. Like, okay, yeah. let's go sit. Me, Cody, my dad, Cooper and Nervers, our boys, I'll head over there and we get set up. We're able to kind of sit down, make a little camp, get situated, show everybody where the bait is and watch. And we're just glassing for hours like you do, you know, just watching. And Cody ends up getting a text message that our friend Jeremy is in a camp and he's able to meet Cody and he can, he's got more bait for us. He picked up more bait and he's able to go help Cody haul in some bait to a different location. And so at that point, He's like, I got to go. I'm like, hey, man, like, that's awesome. Thanks. We got everything situated that um, the night before when we decided to switch to the gun, I shot. I switched to the 28 and I shot, hit the gong, made it ring. And I was like, that's it. That's all I need. One shot to feel confident on there. Remember how to dial, do all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so when we got up there, we set up the gun on the bipod, figured everything out, set up Cody's spotting scope with the all-in adapter for the phone. And when Cody was getting ready to go, luckily he has two phones, a work phone and his personal phone. I had forgot my all-in um, phone case. Okay. So I was like, can you leave your phone? Because like... <laughs> 
yeah. if something happens and we got to record yeah I want it recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I had, I had thought, I'm like, you know what? I want to video all this. So I had brought my little tripod with me to put my phone on and my Bluetooth remote. So like we've got all the kinds of different angles happening. Right. And yeah. So Cody ended up, you know, being like, all right, you're all set. Like, you know what you're doing. And so he left to go bait and me and my dad and my two boys were sitting there. Cooper was looking through the spotting scope, kind of glass in rivers would sit in glass and then kind of build something with rocks, you know, and then glass some more and just having like good little conversations and lunch and all this stuff. And my dad was taking a good old nap. Like Nicole, <laughs> I can't wait for you to take a nap on the mountain <laughs> under never, a tree. So, There's so nothing better, either. but we had been sitting there for a really long time and my dad was napping and Coop was just kind of hanging out. I think he was getting a little sleepy. Rivs was glassing and playing. And then I kind of looked over where the bait was and we're 289 yards away from the bait across the Canyon. So you can kind of see visually it's like all pine trees and then there's pine trees and then there's ponderosas and then there's like patches of open meadow kind of all throughout here. And so you can kind of see, like, if you know, straight in front of you, that patches where the bait pile is. Okay. Um, so I kind of just looked up and I was like, like how you felt like, wait a wait second, a, you know, I, like something's yeah. not adding up. And I'm like, that's brown. <laughs> and then I like, and like uh, immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's bare. Like it looked so big and from 289 yards. Yeah. And I'm not wearing my contacts or anything. So that's saying something. <laughs> I was just hone in. Yeah. Uh, so I look up, you know, bring up my binos and I'm like, it's a bear. And my dad's over snoring. <laughs> and I'm like, there's a bear. I like hit him glass some more. Cause my dad's over here sleeping like glass some more. And I'm like, Cooper, are you finding it? And like Coop's trying to find it, you know, with a scope. And then Rivers is looking and I look over because I hear my dad snore again. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dad, like, it's happening. <laughs> He's like, you know, like the like shook out of sleep. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like reaching for his binos. Yeah. And he throws his binos up to look. And I'm like, and I look at it. And as it's walking, it looks super red. And like I mentioned, there was that red boar that was coming in. And that was one that I was like, that's a great boar. I'd shoot that boar. Yeah. So I'm watching it and I'm like, I think it's that boar. And my dad's like, where's, where's the bear? Where's the bear? I'm like, huh? Like by the bait. And he's like, no, it's not I'm like, yes, it is. Come to find out being shooken out of sleep. Right. He's looking at one of the patches up over here <laughs> and realizes he's looking in the wrong meadow, which was pretty funny. Oh and then all God. of a sudden he's like, Oh, found it. Just kidding. Oh yeah. I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs> As I'm seeing the, as I'm like, okay, this could be the board, just looking at the bright coloring on it because it was really sunny that day. And this is 2.30 in the afternoon, which was just bananas. Like I would have never, at that time we're like, oh, take a little nap, you know? So I'm like, okay, it's that boar. So I tell Cooper, like now that everyone knows where the bear is, (laughs) you've got it found. I'm like, I'm going to get down to the gun and just go through the motions again, you know? And so... I get down there and I'm following it. And then as I look at it again, I like bring my vinyls back up, look again. And then it kind of looked more blonde and I'm like, Oh damn it. Like it was 
big and beautiful. But that sow with her cubs that were coming in was super blonde. Yeah. So I started telling everyone, I'm like, okay, start looking for cubs because it was starting to look a little blonde. Right. And then as it moved closer to the bait pile, I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm kind of looking at, I'm like, and I notice its nose, Mm -hmm. that tan muzzle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I'm going to shoot. So now I'm down on the gun. I'm like getting in there. And when we first saw this bear on the trail camera, my biggest dilemma with this was it, when it turned on the trail camera, it had this big, beautiful head, like I said, and the muzzle, that blonde muzzle. But when it turned, it had a collar. And as anybody knows, when you're taking your course, your bear course, they talk about collared bears. And it's kind of one of those like things where, you know, don't take a collared bear. Just always feels really frowned upon. Yeah. So before we went back that first night and we saw this bear and I was like, God damn it. That's so beautiful. Like, look at that bear. We ended up calling the conservation officers and talking to okay. them because we kept seeing this bear come in. We had that sow coming in. And then that big boar and then this one. Yeah. And it was the biggest bear coming in and it was beautiful. And it was the one that kept coming in. The other ones were really hit and miss, but this one kept coming in. So we talked to the conservation officer about it and I was going through my ethical dilemma. Right. And as we talked to him, they had mentioned like, yes, it is something that is talked about, but also if that is your bear, like if that's the bear coming in and hitting the bait, the biggest one it's when you get the opportunity on like that's okay okay and part of the study with the biologist is with the collars is how they live and die is the study with the collars okay part of how bears die is also through hunting right so whether it die like it's part of the study right so he was like yeah if like that's the biggest bear hitting your bait and that's the one you have coming in then like yeah we're not like you're not gonna get a citation it's not like it's not as bad as you would think kind of a thing. Like we support you in your decision if that's what you decide. That's awesome. Um, so I went through like a really big ethical decision Yeah. <laughs> and talking to them made me feel a lot better because I also was like, I am more than happy to come out and help you guys recolor bears or donate what I need Aww. to like yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah. And it would be really neat to help, right. but it did help knowing like that is part of the study is, you know, how they live and die. Right. And hunting is part of that. Right. So as going back to this bear coming into the bait i'm thinking now like okay it's not the boar but it's still this huge big bear it's blonde but like we've been watching for a while there's no cubs anywhere and now that it's moved its head towards us i see that blonde muzzle and i'm like i think that's my bear and the sow didn't have that blonde muzzle with the cubs and then it turns and coops like mom it has a collar and i'm like that's my fucking bear. Yeah. That is the bear that I have been after this whole time. And I was excited. So I'm down on the gun. We watch her and it's coming to the bait. We watch it at the bait and I have been watching all the different, like, where do you shoot a bear? Because on bears, they're built kind of like us. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, I'm not. Like, if you were to look at a bear, it freaks a lot of people out when you um, start 
doing field care on them because when you roll them on their bellies, they literally have like biceps kind of like people, like they look human like. Okay. So their vitals are back like a lot further because of the way they are hunched over versus like an elk you want like right behind like the shoulder, right? Right. So they always say aim a little farther back to be able to get into there. Like if you think of you, like where your vitals are, right? So I'm like watching her and watching the bear and it's like walking and I'm like, okay, just watching, figuring out, you know, through the scope and it grabs a big old mouthful of those hard candy suckers and it's got a big old chunk that had melted together and it's like walking with it and then it just lays down and starts eating at it and I'm like, this is your job. This, like, yeah, it's game time. And so... It turns back and kind of like, you know, itches its belly or back or whatever. So I'm just watching, like making sure that it's for sure it's heads out of the way. Right. All the things you want to make sure of. And then it's just busy eating that pile of suckers. And it's just like, shoot it. And I'm like, and I, the first thing I say on my video, I don't know if I sent you the video of the kill shot. Mm -mm. But Cooper was able to record with the all-in on the kill shot. River's job was to push record (laughs) on my phone that was set up on the tripod. So we have everything on playing, which is so cool. Because, again, Cody left me. Right. Right. (laughs) So it's cool for him to be able to watch it again and to save those memories. Right. But the first thing I say after I shot it was, like, everyone's like, you got her. I'm like, I fucking got her? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you like blank yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i'm like like in my heart i knew i did but it was like a seven days of this like right and like i fucking did it yeah. like i fucking really yeah like, like i would never sure? <laughs> yeah my like i did it yeah and just i tell you nicole after you stand up like your knees after that adrenaline hits of like doing it like I couldn't even, I stood up and then I like had to catch myself again. And my dad was, you know, watched her and she ran down in the trees, just down at a 45 from the bait. Um, and the only reason at this point why I keep saying she is when we had talked to the conservation officer, everybody we talked to thought that that was a bore. Okay. Like you go through your course and you learn like big head, short snout, ears off to the side, more rounded. That's a boar, which okay. is a male bear. And then there's like a longer snout is more likely to be a sow. And she has more like pointy ears at the top. Okay. This bear had that big ass head ears to the side and that short blonde snout. Um, so even like the conservation officer, he was like, that's a big fucking bear. I'm like, I know. Damn right. Wow. But anyways, she was dry. That's the thing. Like if it's a dry bear, meaning no cubs, or anything and we watched this bear for a long time so we knew that there was no cubs um yeah so then i'm like so excited and having moments you know we cried again up on the mountain <laughs> like i am not a crier <laughs> but apparently this you bear hunt does now. me in <laughs> i am now i don't want to be <laughs> but yeah just had a moment because yeah i had the best spotters you could ask for Being able to hear Cooper know and spot my bear, be able to follow it like as we go across and through the kill shot and walk me through stuff. And then 
listening to Rivers find the bear, and then you hear you hear Cooper tell Rivers like, "Get ready to plug your ears." And then a couple minutes later, after you know we've been watching a minute, you hear right before I get ready to shoot, you hear Rivers say, "Papa, cover your ears." Like, and just watching out for everyone, and then me shooting, and them being like, "You got it, you got it." Like we watched it. Like that was really special. I I didn't think, like I said, I would have that. It literally and couldn't be more special. Like it really It couldn't have. Yeah, just like it couldn't been it couldn't have been more perfect and more special. Like having your sons see that and see their mom doing something like that too. Like mm-hmm. that's just so cool. Not everybody gets to see that. And then, you know, no. like the way they look at you and see you just from that one moment too changes the trajectory of their life, I feel like. You know, just like it yeah. did with your dad. Like how you look at your dad, your sons are gonna look at you that same way and you're going to be out there with them one day. So it was a very special. Thank you. Like, yeah, like very special story. Very special hunt. You know, it was, it was very special. Thank you. Yeah. It was really cool. And yeah, like I said, to be able to be at that point in confidence, because I think a lot of times too, as females, you, it's easy, I think, for moms, too, to, like, kind of lose themselves a little bit 100%. and lose their confidence. And for me, that was, like, the last couple of years, like I've said, it's really come back. But that was just a moment of, like, and knowing, too, that Cody felt confident and enough for me. It's one thing to, like, drop me off by myself, which he's done numerous times on, on the archery hunt. Like, that I got. Yeah. Like, that, I, you know, but to, like, feel confident enough to leave me with our boys and just be like, give her hell. Like that was really neat. And you know, like I'm not, I'm not someone that's always hunting with a rifle because I've always been in the archery hunt and then helping later on with the rifle hunt or just doing, you know, not something that as like, I don't know, that does sounds bad, but like the cow elk hunt, but like my bear hunt, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And just to be able to step into that and like, like I said, get back to Brit. Yeah. When, that felt good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, yeah. your stories got me all amped because, you know, I've gone with David hunting, but I've never done it myself. So you inspire me to do it too. And just like have my kids see me do something like that, which is so off brand for me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm learning. I love though. it even I'm, more. Yeah, I love it. And I actually really love bow hunting and archery. I, I took to it. So I'm really excited. And watching you go through the whole process and learning from you was so inspiring. So I can't oh, wait. Thank you. That yeah. means a lot. Yeah. I'm excited for you. You know I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah. You're going to do awesome. Yeah. And then it was so exciting to be able to send, like, to send the text when, Co- like, <laughs> I love you, babe. I love you. And you know this, but, like, it sucked not having him there. Yeah. But it also was a different kind of, like, thrill not having him there right like well, <laughs> and to be, because own. there's been so many hunts that he's like all his awesome like some of his big ass deer like this one he just got last year like i didn't get to be there for that right so it was kind of fun to be on the flip side a little bit to be able to text right. him like big fucking bear down like come meet me that was really fun but yeah it was fun to be on the flip side of that to be able to tell him like i got a big bear down and didn't he hear the shot Yes, 
it's so crazy because he was like two miles away in another canyon. They were rebating so that we were thinking we were going to go there that evening. And he said they were hiking and our friend Jeremy, they heard it. And like, they kind of, you know, like that's weird. And he said, Jeremy was like, do you think that was, that was Brit? And he's like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. He's like, think of all the times you're elk hunting and you think you hear this gunshot all the way over that way. And then you look over and it's like guys walking like just right here, you know? He's like, no way. He's like, he's like, I literally even told Jeremy, like, if you were to say a million dollars, was that my wife? He would say, I'll bet a million dollars. I'm like, well, good thing you did. Well, you would have lost. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he said it was crazy because they were discussing like, do you think that was her? And then they were out of service and they had just come up and I tried calling Cody because we had his personal phone. Tried calling his work phone. Couldn't get a hold of him. Tried texting his phone. It was just doing a green text message. So it wasn't sending. Right. So then I text Jeremy too, because I know he's with, and I see that's just a text message. So I try calling Cody again. Can't get a hold of Cody. So I call Jeremy. Jeremy answers. (laughs) So Jeremy's the first one to know Cody's wife got a bear. I'm like, big bear down. I like, cause he had just gotten a text message just as I called. He says he hit the top of like to the truck and it said, BFBD, so big fucking bear <laughs> down. <laughs> and Jeremy was like, BFBD. And Cody's like, huh? Like they're packing out like this big, heavy, like, what? What are you saying? And then I call, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it was, she got a bear. So I tell them, and like, we just hike back up to the road, and it was so cool. It was so fun. And then we start rewatching the video, and I'm like, oh, that time of like second guessing yourself, rewatching the video and second guessing, like, oh, like I felt really good on the shot. Like, I just want Cody to, I wanted Cody to come up and see the video and just be like, fuck yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't want him to be like picking apart right. <laughs> what I did wrong. Right. And in that moment, my dad, him and I had kind of talked a lot about like switching from archery to rifle. And in that moment, like I kind of was like, Like, I just want, you know, like, I don't want him to pick apart stuff. And he like looked at me and he said this another time too, when I was talking about switching to the rifle and when I was kind of picking myself apart and like, I started watching the video and just like judging myself and the form like I do. And my dad looked at me and he was like, this is your hunt. Yeah. This is your time. This is. Like it's not anybody else's. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Yeah. And that's like moments where like, it's good to have, you know what I mean? Just like my dad's always been the person. And I've talked to a lot of different dads on the podcast about tips they have for taking their kids outdoors and doing things. And I like to remind, you know, parents And especially those dads that if it's not mom's thing, that's totally fine. But if you're out taking your daughters and doing things like there's so many times where I've been in like a shitty Canyon having to hike my ass up to the top or like out in the dark doing things or where like just hard stuff. And I'll hear those little whispers of encouragement that my dad used to say to me when I was little of like just a little bit farther or like those little things of like, 
pick a tree, get to that tree. Like, let's get to the next tree or like just a little bit further, sis. Like you're doing a good job learning to take breaks, you know, learning those things. And so that moment when my dad, it was something that he had said to me. And like, you kind of go back to that state of like, it's easy to forget those things. Like this is my hunt and to not let people take that away from me. And even since then, I've taken that almost into my life and my business as well. Like, See? I'm not going to let people take God, it's just things such, away from me. Yes, it's such a learning experience. Like, I wish every a lot of people could understand that. Like, there's so many negative outlooks on hunting. And, like, people go crazy over, like, shooting an animal. But, like, you have no idea what you're learning, what you're taking in as a human being. Like, to level up and bringing into every mm-hmm. other aspect of your life. Parent, motherhood, being a wife, being a business owner, mm-hmm. you know, your work, like everything. It trickles everywhere. Yeah. Like that confidence doesn't it just does. stay in the mountains. It comes out of the mountains because you're like, yeah, I could do a lot more than I thought I could do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think it is important to like remember those things and like, you know, those little moments are impactful, like you said, and it's going to trickle into other parts of life, not just hunting. And you're going to, you know, you might not feel like you're making the biggest difference or like you've got the biggest and the best and the whatever, but the fact that you're taking your kids out there and you're doing stuff yeah, and you're having those moments and those teachings. Yeah. That's, that's a lot more than that's a lot. A lot of people. Oh God. Yeah. Cause I mean, especially nowadays, like people aren't doing anything even close remotely close to doing that as parents now like I mean it's so Mm -hmm. it's not normal like it used to be years and years ago like it's so hard to parent nowadays because everything is so expensive you have to hustle hustle culture you have to make money take care of the kids school schedules and stuff and like you know those little moments of even just like taking them out into the mountains and just teaching them one little thing that day that they retained it goes so far you know you're mm-hmm. a good friggin' mama. A badass happy. mama. You too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so happy. Likewise. Yeah, and your bare meat and, like, your rug, like, all the exciting things that, you know, you can Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up showing Cody the video, and he did. He was like, way to go, babe. Like, that was really fun. Like, fucking kill shot. Just where you wanted to place him. Like, yes. You know, especially from <laughs> switching my visions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we ended up going in and finding her about 60 yards down and yeah, wow. getting to do all the things. And like everyone says, there's a lot of ground shrinkage on a bear, meaning like they look huge when they're like alive and up. But when you walk up on them, they're like laid sideways like a dog. And so Rivers is like giving me a lot of shit. Turd. <laughs> He's like, that's little. Like, no, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> like, you say that now. Yeah, we got to do all the things. And I, you know, grateful for all that time, too, that I've been able to help everybody else on their bear hunt. Because then when it was my turn, it was like, like I said, I've grown up doing elk hunts and deer hunts. And that I'm familiar with, you know, the whole process of the field care and everything. And now through the couple years of doing bear hunts, it was like, all right, hop right in and get my bear rug rugged out and quarters done so we can eat it. And it was a different bear hunt. Cause like I said, we're usually home at getting into camp at like three o'clock in the morning and we got back and we're done putting the hideout to 
air out and making tacos by like six o'clock. So wow. we got to eat bear tacos that night too. Wow. It's as fresh as it gets. It was oh God, yeah. the perfect day. Literally. 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 The perfect time, <laughs> perfect day. It just all flowed perfectly. I mean, yes, you didn't get it with the bow, but I think the experience of your dad being there and your kids and you doing it kind of on your own without Cody, you know, like every, not that we don't want him there because we do want him there. (laughs) Let's just make that clear. But like, you know, like the whole experience outweighs not having the bow. Yes. 1000%. Yeah, I did. I was like, okay, this is the way, you know, they always say, it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Yep. And it did. Yep. And now I'm like, oh, dang it. Now we got to go do another bear hunt where oh, I get with my bow. That, oh, that was my reasoning <laughs> with it all. Well, I mean, and that's, I'm like, oh. there's Yeah, that's perfect. Like now you know, yeah. you totally know what to expect. You know, I'm sure you'll shift a couple things and make it a little easier on yourself. Like maybe keeping your hands a little warmer, you know, maybe yep. next time. <laughs> but yeah, like you now know exactly what to do. So yep that day yeah, will 100 come of you getting it with the bow maybe next year yeah totally <laughs> i like it you get it yeah yeah so that is the bear hunt everyone's been kind of curious about how it all played out that's a rundown i we vlogged everything which now that the boys are back in school i'll be getting the vlog all put together so you can see me get emotional again <laughs> i did, i saw the video On of that. you crying i that's the one video i did see i haven't seen my ugly kim kardashian Yo, cry you're, no not even close it was a beautiful cry <laughs> <laughs> i mean how else do you want yourself to look you've been camping for 10 days i know it's just like whatever <laughs> It's the crying that's ugly to me. Like, God, I'll take the dirty up, face. <laughs> God damn. I know. I used to never cry, and I used to, like, be so proud of that. Now, like, I find myself crying in the most, like, literally the stupidest circumstances. I'm trying to think of one where I'm like, why am I crying? And why? Like, people, I, I'm watching a concert or someone singing on stage that I don't even know. And I'm like, why am I crying? <laughs> stop it yeah i'm not stop we're not weak mine's like when i'm really pissed and it has like my body has nothing else to do yeah and then i'm like what are these, these i'm melting things <laughs> yeah it's weird yeah. i'm so pissed i'm melting yeah or apparently like you know there's a few like little triggers there but yeah yeah that one was like i don't know all the emotions that was a good cry though That's you're a- my safe space yeah you so can cry you always post it online for the internet it's okay it's cool it makes it way more you're not the only one like even david like he gets so emotional like it does hunting make you emotional. does something and it's okay like they they cry it is okay <laughs> as I, i'm okay mind. crying like then yeah but like yeah you know rehashing it like jeez <laughs> it meant and expect emotions no that I was know, like a pillar moment in your life yeah that was it a, was that was yeah. one that you'll remember forever yeah, so. it was much deeper than just a hunt. So, One, yeah. For sure. It's not like you're crying yeah. at and oh, now you're you... deer hunt. You're like, oh, I just shot a buck. <laughs> I just shot a little buck. <laughs> and I'm crying. <laughs> it would be a little different. <laughs> eh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I haven't done that. So, yeah. I mean, whatever your feelings are, that's fine. Whatever. Um, but now you're getting, like you said, you're getting ready to start hunting. It's going to be your first season hunting, and I'm, I'm really so excited. stoked for you. I'm just so excited to experience it. I might not. I mean, depending on what happens this year and, like, all that is coming up for us, I don't know the yeah. likelihood of me being able to go get it myself. Um, but just going and being next to him 
during an elk hunt because I have never yes. else I've never gone elk hunting and it's a whole new experience on in itself like it's not like deer hunting oh there's nothing like so, I love I cannot wait to learn I'm gonna learn to bugle the chills Nicole and like I I will probably be crying the, the whole bugles. time <laughs> because I just think that's it's so magic cool. yeah and like the process like it's not just like going out and looking in the mountains for an elk like you're it's so interactive it's so hard it's it's not easy at all and then like you know I just I want to experience the whole thing being up early in the morning having him bugle being in that environment with him like so fun I need to get myself a GoPro I told him I'm like I want my own you need to GoPro because I'm filming you but I need to film me (laughs) I need to have like something on me yeah when I shot that one behind me I wish they had all the things that they do now for yeah. filming because Cody, we had them coming in from like both angles. Like we thought we were going to be right in the middle of a fight. Oh God. That is and they're bugling from both. Wow. Wait, like wow. it's so cool. I really like, I'm so stitching. I'm very excited for you to get to experience it. And yeah. And then for when like the time comes for you and then one day you and I out. Hunting. Oh my God. Yes. Could you imagine David's no bacon and eggs though no bacon and eggs (laughs) in my defense like because Montana is very grizzly it's very grizzly country like everywhere you go there's grizzlies but in the mountain range that we were in there are no grizzlies over there um it's very black bear which aren't as scary as grizzly bears (laughs) they are but like I would rather fight off a black bear than a grizzly bear um for sure but yeah no bacon we're not gonna do that again no we'll just bacon. bring the dehydrated yeah. meals mm, so good i'll be there yeah <laughs> me and my meals yeah please don't forget to subscribe if you're listening to us on apple Podcasts. leave a five-star rating interview it seriously helps more than you know if you took something away from this podcast or you enjoyed it please take a screenshot of you listening to it or a selfie and tag us on instagram at the reckoning podcast or me at Brittany.long. we're excited to chat with you next week